Hey, Renee, Chris, and Ryan going live. Best podcast, Beauty and the Beast. Sit back and catch a vibe. Oh, yeah, we talking zombies and apocalypses and all those things you like. Going beast mode, and if you didn't know, it's Peter Z up on the mic. Hey, TWD family, grab the snacks about the pantry. And subscribe and like them if you can, please. Or those walkers eat you like some candy. Hey, <laughs> okay. You at the right place at the right time. No one does it better. That's the bottom line. Beauty and the Beast. This is prime time. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Hello. Hi. God, I hope this is working. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. It's a bit different tonight. A little bit. Can you hear us all? God, I fucking hope so. As long as I can see you guys, that's good. Okay. If it if it's not working right, just know it's all Ryan's fault. Yes, we'll blame it on Ryan. I mean, you know, I, I'll I'll take credit where credit is due. This <laughs> is my fault. <laughs> Damn it, Pi. How, how, how did you know? Where's the hidden camera? <laughs> Pi said that uh, I couldn't find my pants, so. Mm. <laughs> she has a uh, secret microphone in your house. I'm, I'm saying. Right, Pi, I would oh, believe that you'd be you'd be the the laundry the you know the clothing clothing line thief you know who stole my pants. I believe it. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into it. I think I think everybody can hear us. Everybody can see us. I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a little. I'm not gonna lie. This is a little strange. I don't like <laughs> not being able to see Ryan, and I don't. I don't like not being able to see the chat. It it, it throws off the. Uh, it, it throws off the car. Not karma. The the chemistry that we have, Chris. You know. The feng shui. Yes. Yes. Now you know how I feel. Be here all by myself. Oh. All right, so one of two things has to happen. <laughs> Renee has to move to New York, or we have to move to Georgia. I, I, I don't know. You guys are moving to I, Georgia. I vote Georgia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I tell you, Josh is going to say Georgia. He's never moving me again. <laughs> uh, yeah. After all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't blame him. Um. So, yeah. Uh, how's everybody doing? Do a little check-in. Everybody's good? Hanging in there? Good here. Surviving. Yeah. We got. We got rain for the first time in I think two and a half months yeah. today. Yep. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. It rains here constantly. Yeah, we're we're in a really yeah. bad uh, like drought right now. Really, really bad uh, burn ban. Like, like every county like in our like our area of New York, there's just burn ban right now because it's everything is so dry. Actually, we were just talking about it. With one of the local farms that that is by us that's really well known for like their apple picking and things like that. They just had a huge fire today. Mm. I mean, granted, it was caused by gas, but <laughs> by gasoline, but <laughs> oops. Yep. Yeah, but you know, the dryness of it all didn't help. That's for no, sure. No, definitely not. Yeah, Linda said she's. Yeah, Linda said they're very dry there, also. <laughs> Pie. And, and Pie's got rain and fog, <laughs> and now she's mm. looking for the walkers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it's foggy, they're coming. They uh they love their fog. They love their their smoke and mirrors over there in the 
TWD universe. So, um, so let's let. I, so is everybody caught up? Go. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. I was just gonna say. So, so let's. I think let's roll into it. Um, you know, yeah. episode two, Tales of the Walking Dead. Right. Um, yeah. We had we saw Gina and uh, and Blair, um, which. I didn't think that anybody named their kid Blair ever since, like, the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> I thought that stigmatized that name, but apparently not. Uh-huh. Yeah, Blair. You, you know, people shit on that episode so much, but I loved it. I uh... I got a really bad rap online. I wasn't sure why social media was so angry at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I love, gro- like, Groundhog Day. Like, I, I love that movie. And th- And for me, that was, like, you know, on par with it, or even if you're a supernatural fan, right? There's the episode where, um, where uh, uh, Dean keeps keeps waking up when Sam gets killed, and he keeps waking up to heat of the moment playing by Asia <laughs> on the alarm <laughs> clock, you know. And you come to find out it's actually, um, like I think it's like Ar- the Archangel Michael or something like that, and he's like pretending to be like a trickster god on Earth, and it's mm-hmm. it's really comical. That's kind of what 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 it made me think of. But yeah. Yeah, I thought it was great. I enjoyed it very much. I thought I enjoyed the comedic elements that they are st- you know, still added into it because we don't get a lot of that in The Walking Dead. Um, so I, I, I enjoy that. And I just thought it was fun to see their progression of their relationship throughout each time. You know, they got, they started realizing the different things, especially Blair, you know, realizing how she had treated Gina and the rest of the, you know, the rest of her employees mm-hmm. as things had gone on and her fiance, you know, that relationship. So I don't know. I just thought, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was very innovative for, you know, the walking dead. Cause there's nothing has been nothing like that ever yeah. in the walking dead universe. Well, I know you, so you were telling us in, in the pre-show. So, cause we were thinking like ideas on how they came up with this. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> One of the things that I noticed was in the, um, as, as they're panning, the, the first scene, they're panning into the insurance company and there's posters there. One of the posters, if you look at it, had a car on it and it says insurance covering you for, or covering you forever reality. So I thought that was like a little clue that, oh, look, there's going to be, you know, you wouldn't know it while seeing it initially, but, you know, I watched it more than once and then caught on mm. to that. And then somebody on uh, Twitter, actually, um, I think it was uh, Sonia, who posted that uh, on Gina's computer, she was listing all of Blair's uh, personality disorders, and she was researching yep. all that. And it's uh, fully ado, and I'm probably butchering my French, Linda, I'm so sorry, but it is a delusion or mental illness shared by two people in close association, where they can go through these things together and, you know, kind of relive these realities and things. So I thought that was very interesting that they you know it was right there on the computer screen but of course only the eagle-eyed people would actually see that so i thought that was mm-hmm. pretty cool that um someone caught that which always shows you to you know stop the stop the episode and look at those things on the computer screens and things because we've seen that many times in other you know on a you know just there's been different texts and different things where there's been hints and clues like that so that was really yeah. cool yeah, I got. I gotta say, like as I watched, it, I, I watched this episode a few times, um, the, mainly because I enjoyed it. I really didn't see what the ma- the the major like complaint was about it. Why everybody was so, and I think that's why I watched it so many times. Is I <laughs> wanted to see, try to like look through a different view or a different vision on like why it got so much like you know mm-hmm. lack about it. I just couldn't figure it out. 
But as I watched it, probably for like the third time, I'm watching it and I'm thinking to myself, like, I always try to throw like out of the box ideas. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking like, I kind of put it into like a video game perspective. So like, let's say you're, you're at a point in a game where you keep making it to a certain point and you don't know what to do. And it keeps, you know, so you die and it resets you. And then you make it to that point, but you figure it out and you make it a little further and you die and it resets you kind of thing, you know? And I was just kind of like putting in like, like if I was playing this as a game kind of thing, you know, just like looking at it that way and um, how they couldn't make it until like five o'clock, you know, each day at like five o'clock, something would always happen. Mm -hmm. And then of course the, the Groundhog's Day aspect of it all coming into it. Um, look, I mean, I, I thought the concept was great. I really did, you know, I, stuff like that. It's fun. It was fun because, like you said, every time they they would run through the same scenario, um, they would try something different or something different would happen. And even if they tried to, it was like that, I think it's like the butterfly effect, like they even try to like do something different. Like when the one point where they try going off on their own, you know, um, one takes the truck and the other, uh, the one who was with uh, Brian, is that Blair? Yeah, yeah, with, with Brian, and she just decides to get bitten and die, <laughs> and they just end up re, you know, resetting back <laughs> in the office again. So um, yeah, I really, I tried, I tried to like see what people were so pissed off about, and I <laughs> honestly, the more I watched it, the more ideas I got about how you know, like, like, like I said, like throwing like the video game perspective at it, you know. Mm -hmm. Like a live action role play kind of like yeah. TV show game thing, you know. Um, so yeah, I, I thought it was cool. I really liked it, you know. Um, especially where, so like the agent, like, but I'm hoping. I know that if, if people didn't watch it, they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> not mind the spoilers anyway. Um, but just so, what I want to know is. <laughs> What did Gina know that she had a shotgun in the back of her car? Like, I know she said that her brother lives in like a shady area and she watches his kids or whatever, and he gave it to her. But like, I don't know, you're, so you're driving around, what do you keep it in your car? Well, she said she kept it in the car because she didn't want the kids to have access to it. Right. That, yeah, so she, like he gave it to her for protection, but she would leave it in the car because she didn't want to be responsible for the kids finding it. So that was that was how she explained it. Yeah. But also, yeah, why did you leave the house? You know, if it was his, why are you? Yeah. So. Yeah. And maybe she, maybe she had heard you because know, I don't know how long they they had been hearing things of people biting and people doing things. So had well, yeah. she heard things and thought, I'll just keep it tucked in here, you know, or something. Because that was Not another thing. You had to use it. You know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She wielded <laughs> it pretty well. Like. Yeah. <laughs> She had held it plenty of times. It seemed like so. Yeah. I, I don't know how um, it is in Georgia, but like in New York, I mean, you can you can have a, a shotgun in your car technically. I mean, yeah. but you yeah, but you yeah, you can't have it Georgia, loaded. <laughs> yeah, you can. I mean, you can carry it in Georgia. So I don't know about shock. I guess I don't have handguns. I know, but no. Hmm. And you know, I yeah. So I'm saying, I think like Pi said it and Linda said it. 
Um, but I think that's the point. I, I think that it's not supposed to be The Walking Dead. It, it's the tales of The mm-hmm. Walking Dead from the very beginning has been, has been said it's different than any Walking Dead story that we've ever seen before, and I and I think that's mm-hmm. very much the point of it. Um, you look at the like you know the zombie you know the Z Nation you know esque um effect that episode one had right. I mean like you know like the cleaver going into her chest right. Like that was very uh, Z Nationist. Mm-hmm. And the, and the, the kind of the comedic side of it, and then you have this episode, and it was like Groundhog Day, and so I mm-hmm. I I think that it's refreshing because you don't know what to expect, and if you know what to expect, that is boring to me, and I think that's where we've got a little stagnant with The Walking Dead mm-hmm. and and Fear the Walking Dead is because it's you can only tell the same story so many times before it gets boring. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I feel like. Yeah, tales, it, you know, it is only limited by the creator's imaginations. Yep. They can, I mean, they have a musical episode written for crying out loud, you know. Yeah. And you know, somebody had said they watched this, and they they had I saw a Twitter thing, and they said, "Oh, great, we got our Groundhog Day episode. Now I'm waiting for the Michael Jackson Thriller episode." I said, "Maybe that's what they're going to do with the musical episode. That would be cool, <laughs> you know." Yes. And, and I think that's what you know. I mean, to me, I, you know, there, I love The Walking Dead, obviously. I mean, I, I write about it for a living and it's all I do is read about it, write about it and everything like that, but it gets stale. And so I, to have something like this thrown in the mix, I, it excited me. Like, you know, it was just a whole, um, you know, just something completely unexpected, brand new. And, yep. you know, I was have a conversation on Twitter with somebody and they were complaining about it. And I said, well, just, okay. I said, okay, it was one episode. These are all standalone episodes. Move on, you know, just move on to mm-hmm. the next one. It's going to be completely different, you know? So I don't know what else to tell people that are so upset about it. Yeah. And you know what, like I, like I mentioned to you guys before, for me personally, I love it because <laughs> I've always had this conspiracy theory, if you will, that <laughs> the perfect ending, in my opinion for the walking dead would would be to have rick die and i mean this is a lot a lot of this has been before um before he left the he left the show but have him like get bit by a zombie or have him get killed by you know a bad guy and then have him like like it, it all of a sudden it goes black and then he, he sits up in bed and he and he's kind of like gasping for air and he's sitting there grabbing his chest or his head or whatever and he's you realize oh shit he's in the hospital bed that he was in when it when the whole show started and then mm-hmm. he looks over and sees the dead flowers that Shane brought him you know and then he's like wait was this you know what was that all a dream like what the fuck <laughs> and then mm-hmm. he and then he hears the snarl of a walker i apologize you, can, you guys can hear my dog um but uh you know he wakes up and uh he sees all and he hears the snarl and then it just fades to black and then it just says the walking AMC is the walking dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we look. It'd be, I think it'd be a better ending than what they have planned for us. So. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. you know, I don't know. Right, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, I mean, if the if, you know, I thought. Oh, go ahead. No, I was, was going to say if they're not going to satisfy it, it's fi- If they're not going to satisfy us anyway, which I don't think they are. You know, at least mm-hmm. at least go out on a cliffhanger, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. There you go. 
Yeah, I, I thought it was great. I loved um, Parker Posey and Julian Bell together. I saw somebody had posted, they, they tagged Gimple and Angela King and everybody and said, okay, what we want is, you know, those two in a, a zombie comedy, their own show, you know, <laughs> just the, you know, yeah. I just thought they, they were so good together, you know, yeah. and it, I, I loved it. I loved it so much. They were, they were such a great yeah. combo. Yeah. It really was. Like, uh, you know, just <laughs> like the whole thing with the mugs. Yeah, just you know, like <laughs> he turns around and walks away. She takes it. She just drops it. You know, and it, but their chemistry was, it was really, it was very good. It was similar to like you know the first episode with Terry Crews, and um, oh shit, what was her name? Uh, oh, Olivia Munn. Oh, yeah, you know they just had really good on-screen chemistry. Yeah. Um, and like the episode. Yeah, it's, I mean, I guess whatever people want to complain because, you know, it's not like the episode is, I think they see it as like, oh, it's a waste because it's just retelling the same thing again. And then they, you know, but I think it was great to see, like you said, Renee, like watch them figure it out as they go. Mm -hmm. Like each time something happened, they'd come back and say like, did you watch that man eat that woman? Like, you know, did you watch her bite her? And then she notices the bite on the, um, the, um, agent. the agent's arm, mm -hmm. you know? And then just like, as they progressed, you know, <laughs> it gets to the final point where she's just like, everyone go home. Everyone leave. <laughs> just go home. Like <laughs> we got shit to do. We got something to do. Um, I like when yeah. it, I like when she said the one time she told the guy, she had the gun, and she's like, she's already killed me five times. Believe yeah. me, you know, like just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's but like the like every time they come back and they're in the office and they're screaming or they're like you know, going like they're the one time they're screaming, the other time uh, Blair's talking and smoke's coming out of her mouth when they explode and everyone's like staring at them like, what the hell are you doing? Like, are you okay? <laughs> um, I thought stuff like that was really funny. Yeah. Uh, you know, it just I don't know. Uh, I actually, the ending, you know, where they find out that the roads are open, leaving Atlanta, and they're all closed going in. I thought that was really cool to see that finally for once, you know, like that bridge overpass that's always been shown and it's been in so many scenes. And to see like uh, all the people running, you know, the cars everywhere and then the walkers coming. Um, you know, it's a great idea to use the fuel for the tanker and, you know, light them all on fire and everything. I would have to say that the only thing that kind of like, if I were to say grinded my guts, was the <laughs> fact that the truck explodes right next to them. And, yep, like, they're they're literally walking by the front of yep. the truck as it blows up. And it projects them, like, 20 feet with the flames <laughs> and everything. And I'm thinking to myself, well, <laughs> Gail would be half burnt to death. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. And, you know, like, Blair might be able to walk, you know, like, <laughs> that was like the only thing where I was like, so they've died multiple times during this whole episode. But then right here, the thing literally blows up. They make it to five o'clock and they walk away virtually with just some frizzled hair, you know. <clears throat> so, but the hair was a tie in to the gal back at the office. So I love that. Let's take the, you know, I get this yeah. picture for her. You know, that was great. You know, and yeah, no, that, yeah. I, th I think about, I think back one of the times they died. And, you know, Blair was, like, on the ground, and she was not that close to the tanker. I mean, she was close, but not mm. that close. And she died. 
and then they're on the bridge and they walk right in front of the tanker it explodes <laughs> and the, and it's like it's like it's like a uh like a like a you know a cinema a cinematic like slow like fall you know fly through the air fall to the ground and i'm like mm-hmm. really you guys didn't die the fuck <laughs> <laughs> well yeah you know they had to make it past five that was that seemed to be the first thing they need to make it five o'clock or past five and they had to do it together mm-hmm. because but, yeah. they, you know like they shared this reality mm-hmm. which was i mean <clears throat> and the fact that like nobody else obviously besides them was in on it but no matter what, they would always end up, no matter what they tried to change, the circumstances were, they either died together or died separately, but they would always end up in the same spot at the same time, mm-hmm. in the same scenario, the same people. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess if that, if, you know, if you're not into that type of thing or if it's too redundant for you or whatever, yeah, all right, I get it. But at the same time, I thought it was just a very, um, I thought it was a very amusing episode. Mm-hmm. I, I like that it was at the beginning, you know, that was kind of cool to see the beginning again and see, you know, the no gas signs. And I thought I used that parallel, like when Rick walked up to the gas station, yep. and said no gas, um, yeah. or, uh, you know, Wendell, you know, that was a, the people, everyone were saying that was a tie into fear of the walking dead. I think Linda, maybe you mentioned that, you know, and then, um, Oh, the son. Yeah. Wendell. Yeah. yeah that little boy. And, um, there was, Oh, I thought the car, it wasn't the right kind of car. At first, I thought that car that Gina drove was like the one Shane drove, that kind of minty green looking. It wasn't the same kind. I looked, but I thought it looked similar, but it wasn't the same car because I thought that would have been cool. And of course, the bridge. Right? That's like a silver Prius? I think hers might have been a Prius, but it looks kind of that green. His was like a Hyundai something. I don't remember. But I looked it up because it just reminded me of it. But then, of course, the bridge, that was your, you know, looking into the city. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. the exact same spot where um, we saw Rick, but it was there. People were talking about how the, um, the when she plowed through that, um, the, the the cop, the, the. Oh, yeah, the barricade. The, that was the beginning of the traffic jam, you know. Just mm-hmm. think, you know, it was just fun to see how people were using different things, um to tie it into the series or things that reminded them of of one of the other series or whatever. Yeah. I mean, because if, if you go to episode one, they're already 400 and something days in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this one is like literally right. At yeah, the right. Yeah. Where they're getting news of like, you know, like you said, like the people in the office talking about someone getting bit and so, you mm-hmm. know, getting attacked or whatever, and people are eating each other and stuff. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I always enjoy something from the beginning like that like you know reference fear when because they started out in the beginning in california it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. the beginning of the breakout of course and everything so like i always love like an origin story kind of thing you know and not that it was so much this is an origin story but Mm -hmm. it was just showing you the chaos you got a quick glimpse of the chaos of the beginning Mm -hmm. yeah um if they were to do something on that, like if they were to do like a one season series on just the beginning of the outbreak, mm-hmm. I'd be I'd be so into that. I'd be so into that. Like yeah. you know, like the week before and then run it until, you know, I don't know, two weeks after or something. Yeah. You know, would you want to just set in a city, a specific city, or would you just wanna be I honestly, I think it would be, I think it'd be huge for them to be able to cover, cover it like nationally. 
-hmm. like be able to show different so like say <clears throat> let's say the cdc is involved and then you got new york you got chicago and then let's say you throw in um i don't know somewhere in the midwest mm -hmm. chicago is kind of midwest but not but you know let's say like maybe like wyoming or, or colorado down to texas and then back up you know through california and everything like los angeles and, yeah like have like real like the heavy populated touch points throughout the nation and kind of like how you know obviously well and they would have to not that they would have to stick to the storyline but i think it would be a good idea if they were to do something like that to stick to the storyline where the outbreak started in california mm -hmm. you know um according to fear that's where it started um so to start in cali and then work your way through you know the 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 nation to the east coast kind of thing mm -hmm. uh, because they touched on it briefly, and I think it was season one, towards the end of season one, maybe the beginning of season two, they touched on it briefly when they came across <laughs> in fear, <clears throat> when they came across the people living at that house. Um, Pi said Los Angeles one... gets an earthquake in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. <clears throat> Come on, that would be extra dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's not, let's stay away from turning it into a, a Dwayne The Rock Johnson movie. Uh, <laughs> We don't need a San Andreas happening during the zombie apocalypse. Here, here's what I here's what um, I want to see. I want to see I want to see Old Faithful at uh, Yellowstone National Park <laughs> erupt right in the middle of yeah. the zombie apocalypse. You know, I mean, sure, I I would, but see, the things that would be more I'd be more interested in if they were to do a a one or two season series, kind of like what they did with World Beyond. Let's say they did two two seasons, like the downfall of the economic system, the downfall of um, just like daily operations of the United States, and then like how how everything would just start decaying. Like think about if humanity just one day came to an end, like think about our production lines, think about, you know, everything from trucking across the, the you know, the United States globally and and like all the power plants, everything, everything from manufacturing, you know, like just these places would go unmanned, unoperated, and they would just start exploding, lighting on fire. Like it would just be like a complete and utter catastrophe. Think, think about it this way. They, they could honestly call it the walking dead, um, you know, day one. And it's mm -hmm. literally different cities, different towns, um, you could have metropolises, you could, you know, you could have, you know, your more, you know, suburban areas, you know what I mean? And and literally just show, like, one episode is 20, is the first 24 hours of the outbreak in different mm -hmm. locations, like Chris said. You you go to, you go to Chicago, you yeah. go to Detroit, you go to LA, New York City, Miami, but then you go to the smaller places too, you know, and, and, and see how it affected them. Yeah, and how they and how yeah, they react yeah, how they was... reacted to it because you would think that places like you know obviously with more population and and you know a place like New York City has such a dense population in such a small area that the spread had to happen very quickly and I mean look at look at Atlanta right we saw Atlanta in you know the first episode of The Walking Dead and then we just saw it again in this episode and we we essentially saw the first horde in tales of the walking dead just you know mm -hmm. <laughs> as they poured gasoline on it but they were coming out of atlanta yeah yeah, yeah. I, you know mm -hmm. i 
I, you know, if they're going to keep expanding it, I would love to be able to like get that into a comment box somewhere <laughs> uh, and just be like, Hey, this would be, I think a really great, unique idea. It would be, they can just hire me. I'll write it. It's fine. I know they're yeah. busy. You know, they're busy. Yeah. I'll just do it. It's fine. And Chris, Chris and I could be the idea guys, you know? Yeah. You guys, can, right. you guys can help me and it'll be fine. Just let us, they can just let us handle it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hey, saying, look. I think, I think walking dead, day, you know, day one or walking dead outbreak. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we could do this on our own, you know. We got like yeah. Peter who does into film film filmography now and everything. And yeah, Joy who's a film Joy. graduate. I mean, we got yeah. peeps. We know stuff. We know people anyway. We, got, we could do this our own small time production. We could do this. We know makeup people, like Yeah. We got we know, actors, we know lots of people. We, know, <laughs> we have we have people who have literally been walkers, like we could do this. Mm-hmm. Hey, I just want to say real quick, Janet just Janet popped in from uh, the TWD FTWD Horror Nation on Facebook. So she yeah, she just popped in and said hi in the chat. What's up, Janet? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> They've been very supportive of our podcast, and we appreciate them so much. Absolutely, thank you. Guys. Absolutely, yeah, I, I appreciate all the sharing and everything they do for yeah. us. Yeah, so, uh, very kind. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, if you're on Facebook, join the group, and if you uh, don't can't find it, shoot me a message, and I'll send you a link for it or invite. Yeah. Oh, hi, Rudy. Hi, Rue. <laughs> you, you miss Ryan this week? Yeah, <laughs> probably. She's like, I can hear his voice. I know. <laughs> Janet just said, I love this podcast, and she said, thank you. Well, we love you, too. <laughs> We try to we try to be uh, we try to be a good time for everybody. Yes. You know, right? We try to be a good time, right, Room? Yeah. Yeah. Little so. puppers. Little puppers. Mm -hmm. We we try to make it fun and engaging. We don't we don't want you to sit there and just have to listen to us drone on and on and on. You know, we like to spice it up a little bit. I wanted to go back in the chat here real quick because uh Linda, so Linda said, I don't know which episode I hate the most. The Walking Dead episode 12 season seven with the false deer or this one of Blair and Gina. <laughs> oh, come on. Pi, what, or, uh, Linda, no, Linda, 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 I'm sorry, I didn't mean to falsely accuse you, Pi, I apologize. Uh, no, because, yeah. Linda, why? I give, Linda, I give Linda credit because she is a very harsh critic, but she's a harsh critic because of how much she loves the show. Mm -hmm. So I give Linda credit for stick. She sticks to her guns. Like she's got her opinions, and that's it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. So <laughs> I don't know, Linda. You know, you know, I love you. You know, we, you know, we 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 share the we share the French thing. You know, but I, uh, I don't know. You, you were so against Enid, but now all of a sudden Enid's not so bad. <laughs> Just saying. Once she died, she wasn't that bad. <laughs> well, I, know, I think she likes Caitlyn. She's just she still doesn't like Enid. She's fond of no, Caitlyn now. No, but she, but she doesn't she doesn't hate Enid as much as she hates what's her name. Who's what's her name? Blair? No, Gale? no, no, no. From is it from Fear? I think. Oh, um, Madison. Yeah, yeah, Madison. Oh, she's Linda, not a big Madison, well, like Madison. I'm pretty sure it's Madison. Oh, Iris. From um, oh, Iris. I, oh, that was from oh yeah, from the world beyond. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yep, Iris. Oh, Linda. <laughs> oh yeah, she did not like her. <laughs> Linda and I felt the same way about Iris. We were on we were on the same team with that one. 
<laughs> I think, Linda, I think I can get you. I think I can get you on board with this episode, though. You need to like watch it from a non. You got to watch it from a non-Walking Dead, like a non-biased, opinionated mind. You just have to like let it go. <laughs> you know, I I but. I will say this about Enid, and it kind of was reinforced when we interviewed her at the camp in May. Um, but yeah, Caitlin's a sweetheart. She really is. Absolutely. Um, just She's such great. a genuine person. But I honestly, my biggest problem with Enid was the fact that they, I don't know if this was by design or if this was unintentional, uh, but they tied her character so much to Carl's that mm. she could not exist as an independent character. Mm-hmm. And so it was like you couldn't have one without the other, essentially, and and that was stupid because I feel like they could have done some good stuff with Enid, and they didn't. They did it with they did it with Henry too. They tied her into Henry also. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I think. They just kept tying her to because then it was as soon as he was gone, then it was. Uh... I know, Linda. I, I know. I never said you. I never said you hated Caitlin. Never said that. I said you hated Enid. <laughs> what was the? The next, um, Alden then. She was like, yeah. yeah, then she was yeah. right. It was like, she, they just always, they couldn't let her be her own person. Yeah. Yeah, Dana said she wasn't fond of Iris either, so there's. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, look, obviously we always say this just so it doesn't get confused. It has nothing to do with the actress. Person, or, yes. Yep. has nothing to do with that person. It's just right. the fact that they're really. Good. Yeah, they're really good at their job, and you know, look, we, we've said it about multiple characters. We said it about Xander Berkeley. You know, we've said it. I mean, it's hard to say about JDM because even though you're not supposed to like Megan, you do. <laughs> you you, but, you love um, to hate him. Yeah, like you know, they, and that's the thing. Like you, you did an outstanding job playing your character. That like. Whether you were a good guy or not, even if you are on our side, but if you're an asshole, we're not gonna like you. you know, like, like, in the, like David like, Dorsey. Oh my gosh, the governor! What a yeah, horrible yeah. man! But the the actor, he's in. Right. He's awesome, you know, right. and an amazing actor, you know. So I mean, yeah, look at, look at Seth Gilliam. I mean, one of the most down to earth people in the entire world, right? And people hated Father Gabriel for a long time, yeah. and you know, I'll never forget. That Seth or you know Gabriel is a main character has been for a long time, and mm-hmm. you tend to have this, I I don't know I guess like stigma about actors that are like that big right that they kind of lose themselves in the sense that like oh they think they're better than all of us and they're not just you know they're not people they're better than us, and it was at um, Heroes and Villains Fan Fest New Jersey uh, one year or like Walker Stalker it was a combo at New Jersey. And I was I was there by myself, and I just I was walking around, and um, he was running late because his flight got in late and at JFK, and uh, he's walking and he sees me, and he stops, and runs full on sprints at me, threw his arms around me, hugged me, and said, "Oh, he's so happy to see me." Meanwhile, his manager's like, "Seth, we we we, we we're late. We got to get to the table. <laughs> you have a photo up in an hour. Like we got to hurry." And he's sitting there talking to me, asking, ask me how I'm doing. You know what I mean? And that's the kind of guy he is. But people hated his character. But that's because he played a shitty character really well. <laughs> yeah. Not, not a shitty character, but like a coward, I should say. Cow- he played a coward really well. Yeah. 
Yeah, he, he definitely caught a lot of heat for playing for playing that part in the beginning. Linda so, is enjoying your home tour, Chris. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, I just got the uh, notification from Rudy that he hadn't had dinner yet. Oops. So, <laughs> yeah, he does that very casually. He walks over to his bowl and he nudges it to let you know it's empty. And then uh, he turns around and stares at you. So. <laughs> Pi thought you were headed to Ryan's house because you missed him so much. Yeah, that's that, that's that's another one though. Uh, Teo, that'd be a twenty minutes. No one wants to take when we when when we met Teo in May. Oh yes, um, he was such a cool guy. I I mean, I looked at him and I said, no offense, but I I hate Sebastian. I was like, every time I see him and 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 just like the, what he like the shit he says, I want to punch him. And he goes, dude, when I watch it, I want to punch him. And yeah, it's me. I walked up to him. He was at the bar at the camp and um, he was with uh, Blaze. And I said, I was giving Blaze crap like always. And then I looked at and I looked at who he was with and I was like, oh my gosh, sorry to interrupt. I said, but I'm like, Sebastian, you know? And then he goes, yeah, isn't he great? I said, oh my gosh, I hate that guy. And he goes, I know. And, you know, and so then we started talking about him. It was awesome. But he is incredible. He's he's so funny. And yeah, so I'm yeah glad we get to interview him again this in October. Yeah. And it didn't, that's just another, like, goes back to the very beginning where you have to give the person, the actor, actress credit yeah. for being able to be something that they are completely not. You know, like yep. it's just, and and you got to hand it to them. Like you're really good at being somebody we all hate, and you're an amazing freaking human being. You know, like you're an you're a really good actor. So I mean, look at Josh mm-hmm. McDermott, right? He did it so well that he got he got death threats. Like what the fuck? Ugh. Yeah, jeez, <laughs> uh, that was nonsense. I, I yeah, mean, you know, talk about disconnection from reality. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of uh, unfortunately that happens with. Uh, a lot of uh fan base yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. and it's it's not good like yeah people are just very strange if they can't uh make that disconnect you yeah. know they just they, they it's very odd yeah. but uh to where you like push people off social media you know it's just crazy yep and you know um, and, and i met i met josh as i cosplayed eugene <laughs> you know and he was yeah. and he was so he was so cool and he, he was like dude he goes you're playing eugene better than i could ever <laughs> and i was like I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult. He goes, eh, kind of both, honestly. I was like, all right, <laughs> you know. And he was just really cool about it. And I, I actually have my Funko, I have my signed Funko Pop from him, and he like drew, he drew a pickle, you know, <laughs> because it's him holding the jar of pickles. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was uh, was that Chicago? Chicago, yeah. Yeah, Chicago, yeah. Yeah, because that's uh, no, that was um. I was Atlanta, Atlanta. because Atlanta. Uh, you, because you, I was cosplaying Eugene, you and you cosplayed John Dory. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I guess uh, Pam is here also from the nation, but she's having trouble commenting. So I just wanted to tell her thanks for tuning in tonight, oh, also. It, but she's having trouble uh, commenting. It could for be some if reason, you're not so. logged in, it won't it won't let you comment if you're not logged in. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. So maybe, but she, anyway, yeah. Yeah. If she's logged into like her official YouTube account, then it'll let okay. Her. We'll have so, to. Yeah. That's another guy that Zay uh, mentioned that Ross Marquand. He was so such a cool guy, and I met him um, in Atlanta, 2018, mm-hmm. not 20, not 2019, and uh, it was right after Endgame came out, or 
yeah, and mm. yeah, Infinity War one of those, and we it was uh, and we had seen him as the red as the Red Skull. Yeah, and so I had my um, Kirk Manley or Batman KM had done. He does a show. He did the show poster oh, for yeah, Walker he Stalker, did, yeah, Heroes, Villains, Fan Fest. And so since Atlanta is like kind of like the flagship, he he split the picture in two, so it was actually two parts. And I had, um, actually, believe it or not, because of the pandemic, I haven't had a chance to get it back from him. He still has it, <laughs> uh, with a bunch of auto, with a bunch of signatures on it. But um, I got one of like I think five of where it was the whole thing as one picture, and he only had a couple of them. And I bought it from him, and I had as many people there that were on the poster sign it as I possibly could. And I actually got <laughs> I got Ross great. to sign it, and uh, so I told him I was like, "You did such a great job as Red, like Red Skull. I, like I, I couldn't believe it was you." And he starts laughing, and he goes, yeah, he goes, not exactly what I envisioned when they said you're going to be in a Marvel movie. <laughs> and he goes, but I love doing it. He goes, but I don't know. I kind of expected to see, like, my face. <laughs> yeah. He goes, a lot of prosthetic, a lot of prosthetic. I was like, yeah, I imagine. Yeah, and, oh, God. That's just, like, I feel like that's where, I don't know, when you get picked to be in Marvel, no matter if you got makeup or something on or not i mean that's like that has to be like the i've made it you know like that that's like that cue in your life where it's like yeah i made it you know mm-hmm. who cares if you got makeup or a mask on or whatever man i mean yeah. or even your drawer if like you're like vin diesel just doing a voiceover you know it doesn't matter you're associated with that character forever oh, yeah. yeah that's yeah you know uh even you know with rocket raccoon and um What's his name there that does his voice? Uh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Renee, you don't know that one? <laughs> I know that one. I just, I was like, I see his face. What's his name? <laughs> see, I know, I, know, I know Guardians of the Galaxy. I know that. <laughs> I told Josh, I said, I'm going to start watching this Marvel stuff because you guys keep talking about something. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, you got to spend some, you got to dedicate some time to that. I know. I just don't know if I can do that, man. <laughs> What about uh, She-Hulk? Are you going to be able to watch that? Yes, I'm going to. I'm. I really want to watch that. So maybe I, I'm hoping tomorrow I can set some time aside. I have to watch Alpha's episode again because I haven't watched it on the TV. I've only watched it on my computer. So I want to watch it on the big TV. So I'm excited for that to watch that for I think the third time. <laughs> I'm very excited to talk about that next week. I know. And speaking of next week, we will talk about that. But get, what else do we got going on next week? Yeah, uh, well, speaking of She-Hulk, and uh, and, every, and everybody out there, do yourself a favor, and if you haven't been able to uh, watch She-Hulk, give it, give it a shot if you're able to watch it on Disney+, Plus, um, because we're going to be able to interview Steve Coulter next week. So Steve will be back on, and he's definitely going to need some pie for the show. I know that. <laughs> so. He'll be very happy to know that we brought pie. Because Steve does mm-hmm. love pie. Yes. We found that out. If you guys want a really good laugh, like an extremely good laugh. If you don't, if you're not like a, if you don't know Steve very well as an actor, um, we can post uh, like a, in case you missed it kind of thing with our show we did with Steve. The, the first one we did. And um, I mean, it's going way back. I'll uh, find it and post it. It's it's going way back, um, mm-hmm. but 
it'll it might be a little bit of a rough watch because it's going back to the the ways we used to do things <laughs> <laughs> but um we did our best um but oh my god we were in tears we were in absolute tears for that, with that. um i mean we, so we he, were that'll be for really... five minutes because we're all just can, like hysterically laughing and crying yeah yeah um so that's gonna be a real fun show next week so if you guys can make it you know make sure you come make sure you bring your questions for steve uh, yeah send if you can send them to me um on twitter or social media somehow ahead of time it does help us streamline yep. things but you know you will be able to still put them in the chat but sometimes we miss them in the chat so if you can get them to me ahead of time it does help us a lot but yeah yeah because we'll, we'll be back to our normal setup next week too yeah I mean, ryan will be at my at my place next to me won't you ryan yes the fuck Oh, that's why I want to kiss. Yes, what the fuck? <laughs> Damn, I feel I feel attacked. All right. Uh, also, uh, as things are just steaming along in in the TV production world, uh, the Game of Thrones prequel just came out. I think it was yesterday. Yes. Yep. It was yesterday, and um, I mean, if you're a Game of Thrones fan. We'll be throwing, we're going to be throwing a lot at you in the next couple of weeks. I mean, we're just going to have, our plates will be absolutely overflowing mm -hmm. with, with things to talk about. Um, and even if you don't watch that kind of stuff and you just want to hang out and listen to us talk about it, so that way you know what's going on in the pop culture world with everything else, I mean, hey, come and hang out. Absolutely. So, um, so Yeah. I don't know. What do you, we got any, you guys got anything else? Are there any questions? I don't know. I was trying to find an answer to Linda's question, and Linda, I didn't find the answer, but I will message you. <laughs> she asked about ratings for the uh, Tales of the Walking Dead mm. episodes, but oh. I'll find it. But it, viewership and stuff, um, I will message you when I find that. But um, Steve also did tell us that this week's She-Hulk episode is big fun, I think, were his exact words, is what he said. So big don't miss fun. it. Big fun. So... I feel like there's more. I feel like there's an underlying message in big fun. There's a hidden message. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah. I, yeah. I kind of like that. I was like, is that some wordplay or? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm thinking. He's got some yeah. kind of, so we're going to see, like, say I don't want to spoil anything if no one's seen the first one yet. Yeah. But, you know, um, we had some, we had some big fun in the first episode because that was the introduction episode. Mm -hmm. I will say if you haven't watched the first episode yet, make sure that you stick around because there is a post credit scene. Oh god, it's a I I do it. I I was I had tears from laughing so hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no. And yeah. oh, and if you guys have not watched I know we talked I think did we talk about Sprung last week? Have we watched we hadn't yeah. watched I've watched two episodes so oh, far. Yeah, because the next one will come out this. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. if you haven't, like, so Garrett Dillahunt's in it and everything. You guys watch it. It's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Sprung, so real quick, Sprung it is based on 2020, the, the uh, COVID outbreak, and he's in jail <laughs> or prison um, with a few other people. And I mean, because like this actually happened during COVID, mm -hmm. like they were releasing inmates from prisons non-violent criminals yeah, yeah. non-violent criminals from prisons and just basically opening the door 
<laughs> putting him on the front step and saying see you later and like it's funny because the very one of the very first things the guy says is well where are we supposed to go because <laughs> oh and by the way there's a shelter in place and he's like yeah we don't have homes <laughs> yeah. there's a shelter in place he's like where do we go and the guy kind of goes well that's a head scratcher <laughs> we haven't figured that out ourselves <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I interviewed Garrett Dillahunt ahead of them filming that, and he was so excited about it because he knew you know, it was Greg Garcia who did My Name is Earl, yep. he did Raising Hope. Yep. And so then, and then you know, Martha Plimpton was in that with him, and her character, oh my gosh, I cannot believe her character in this, uh, just over the top. It yeah. is just, it's so good. <laughs> it's, it's, it, is, it is a really good laugh. It's like the type of laugh. <sighs> So depending on what side of the fence you were on with COVID, um, but like it really puts uh, <laughs> it really puts like a light-hearted attempt on COVID, um, and and it's very funny. That's all I can say. It's very funny, and it's just a good watch. It's, it's mm -hmm. fun to see people that like we know, we've spoken to, mm -hmm. that we've hung out with, you know, in person. And like it's just fun to see them being. It's always a great thing is when you get to see somebody who's left a show that we love, like yeah. you know, fear, like Fear or whatever, um, or The Walking Dead, and and but then you get to see their career still doing really, really well, which is what I love so much about being able to talk to Steve next week. Mm. You know? Oh yeah, he's just done so much stuff since yeah. he left The Walking Dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, like you know, between Yellowstone, the few episodes he's been on Yellowstone, and season four. Um, and then with now with She-Hulk, so mm -hmm. sure, there's a few other things that sprinkled in between too that he's done. Yeah, but those are the two main ones that I really want to talk about, you know, because I love Yellowstone. I think Yellowstone is amazing, yeah. and oh, uh, yes. November that kick in, and super excited to talk about Yellowstone. Yeah, the guy who played Brian in the Blair Gina episode, he was on, he was on Yellowstone. Was he really? He played, yeah. Uh, agent, I can't remember what the guy's name was, but he was one of the agent guys, and he had told me in our interview that he was told by Taylor Sheridan that he his character might come back in season five. So he's finger crossing and everything that he'll get. Yeah, so we'll see. That would be cool. That'd be really cool. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and there's so much like you know we've talked about it last week too, but there's so much coming out. Oh, I know. It's just going to be, you know, there's the 4-6 ranch that they got there, the 4-6s. That's mm -hmm. like a, another spinoff yeah. from Yellowstone. And 1932 and, uh, or is yeah. it 32? I think 32. Yeah, they would, yeah, 32. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's going to be a ton of fun going on and we're here, we're here to talk about it. Yeah. So, gives us a lot of time to sit down and watch TV, which is rare. <laughs> I feel like that's all I do. <laughs> well, you know, I either do it from my phone or I do it, you know, when I actually have time to sit down in front of my couch. But I, I think probably 75% of the TV I watch now is on my phone. So, mm -hmm. but hey, it gets it done. It puts me in this seat. She has not watched Yellowstone yet. Hi, <laughs> come on. Uh, Pi, you're really missing out. Like, yeah, I don't know really what's are. going on over there in Finland or, you know. <laughs> But you got to get, you got to like, I don't know, stick an antenna on your roof and <laughs> do something to get Paramount. I, I don't know, but you got to get, I, I'll see if I can find one of those ways 
you know, like those 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 ways. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can find I've got a way. Way. What's that, right? Uh, no. They haven't seen it either. I, where, I'm just gonna say, where there's a will, there's a way. Oh yeah, yeah. And I yeah, and absolutely. I have a will, and I have a way. We will find. Yeah, we'll we either have that way, or we'll find it. But you will watch Yellowstone, and you will love Yellowstone. Pi will definitely love Yellow. I can already see Pi loving Yellowstone. Yeah. I can see her being a huge Beth Dutton fan. And a Rip fan. She's going to love Rip. Yeah, she's going to love Rip. Rip, I, Rip. Everybody don't, I don't say that because I, I, you know I love you like family, but I, I have this uh, I have this picture that you walk out of your front door every morning and there's a penguin on your front lawn. That, that's that's my, I don't know why, but that's my, that's that's what I say. <laughs> why the fuck would there be a penguin in Finland? I don't fucking know. It's cold or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> What the fuck does that I don't mean? Know. I think isn't Finland one of the countries that does that weird shit with curing shark, some kind of shark, some kind of shark meat that like you can only have in one part of the world. It's like really disgusting, and the only way you can eat it is if like you hang it and dry it and cure it. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I forgot, but I think Finland. I think it's like Finland, honestly. That like they because they eat like a lot of that shark weird meat stuff. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's like out there. I've, I've, I don't. If it's not Finland, it's close to Finland. Maybe it's Greenland. I don't no, know. Pi said that's it Iceland. Might be she said Iceland. She said it's Iceland. Iceland. Yes. Iceland. See, Pi knew what close. I was talking about. Though. You you had the you had the wrong <laughs> land. Yeah, I had the wrong yeah. land. See, but, the fact that she knows what I'm talking about, I I, I, I guarantee Pi's ate it. Like, I know she's had it, probably. No, Pi's just really knowledgeable. <laughs> yeah, she's smart. She is smart. Well, when you live in Finland, there's nothing to fucking yeah. do besides educate Or pet your pet penguin. Do you guys want another? know another good talent? What's that? It, it, seriously, it's something very trivial, but I, I very, I, I admire this. She is a very good, like, like, you show her a clip with no sound and somebody's talking and she can like voice ad lib what they're saying, like funny, you know what I mean? Like- Oh, she can do voiceovers? Well, no, 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 like, like, like they'll put a clip of like Xander uh, from a movie, uh-huh. just his lips moving. And whenever she comes up with the caption for it, it's like dead spot on. You, <laughs> it looks exactly like what he's saying, even though it's not what he's saying. So she does like a bad lip read. Yeah, like that. And she's yeah. so good at it. Because okay. then I can't even get, like, the right words to come. Like, that's all I can imagine him saying. <laughs> that's funny. She's so good at it. <laughs> all right, Pi. All right. All right. So, anyway, I admire that, Pi. I'm jealous. Because I <laughs> just sit there and stare at it and can't think of anything. <laughs> Is this something they do on Twitter now? On well, Xander Berkeley Fridays, yeah. a lot of times they do that. Yeah. Hmm. I feel really bad, like, out of all the platforms that I slack on the most, I slack on Twitter now so much. Yep. I feel, oh, I feel I, Well, they dropped me out. Of, they don't even tag me on Xander Berkeley, Berkeley Friday anymore because I, I haven't even posted. I, I've been terrible yeah. about it, so I kind of got dropped. But I still peek mm. in once in a while. <laughs> yeah, I poke my head in, like, maybe twice a month. I say hi real quick and then dip out. Yeah, but yeah. It's hard. Like, it's so hard to have all these platforms mm-hmm. and like, you know, I'll do everything Life you got to do in stuff. a day, check in here, do that. It's just it's <laughs> a lot of work. It is. I don't get it paid is. to do this. You know, <laughs> once we start monetizing, eh, maybe you never know. Yeah. We need, 
we need about another we need about another ten thousand followers. Yeah. So guys, if you guys can get us like ten thousand followers, you know, yeah. then we can like right. do this for legit. <laughs> That'd right. be great. We'll just we'll just sit here and talk content all day I like long. That. That's yeah. That's a great idea. Screw my screw my normal job. <laughs> well, I still have to write, but I can I can write while we're talking. It's no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> like a yeah. multitask. Do that for fun. That'll be your fun gig. Yeah. Like you know. It, it already is my fun job. I'm yeah. living the dream. <laughs> literally, when people say that, they're not. I literally am living the dream. So mm. no, when pe usually when people say I'm living the dream, it usually means like shoot me now. Yeah. Like please just put me out of my misery. But Renee yeah. is literally living her best life. I I really am. I should be by this old as I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh stop it! Oh my god! What are you? What are you like? Twenty six? <laughs> Come on! Yeah. I don't know. Oh my gosh, you guys know what monumental birthday I celebrated this year. <laughs> you don't look at day over 38. Mm, good. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes you younger than me, so that's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm right behind you, though. Don't worry. I'm, I'm chasing very closely behind. <laughs> well, I'm done now, I think, so you'll probably pass me. <laughs> no more celebrating? Yeah. Yeah, nah, I'll still celebrate. I'm over it. I'm fine. <laughs> it's all good. It don't mean nothing. Nope. Not at all. All right. Well. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess we're we'll good. Yeah, yeah. Wrap it up. We will um, We'll see you guys. It's Monday. We'll be back. Uh, and we'll be here with Steve Coulter. So. Tuesday. Two, oh, two, I'm sorry. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Right. Is that the wait, let me make sure. Wait. Let me get my numbers I right. Think it's Thursday the 30th. Yeah. Because okay. today's <laughs> like, the 22nd, uh, so a week from today's the 29th, yeah. and then one extra day. Yes. Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. My bad. Oh, Tuesday. <laughs> we'll be here Tuesday at 7. I had to check the messages to make sure I told him what day I told him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and we'll have, we'll, have some, we'll have a good time. We'll be here yeah. at Steve. Yeah, so everybody watch uh, Tales of the Walking Dead D, so we can, we'll touch on that also, and... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because that's uh man. That was yep, gonna watch it again. Yeah. Even Samantha Morton said she was shocked when she read the script. The, the, you know, I thought that was that was pretty awesome when the actress was shocked at the turn you know, the character, you know. I thought yeah. that was very interesting for that for her to make that comment. Yeah. Yeah. So good stuff. It's very good stuff. So brush up on that. Check out She Hulk if you have the ability to yeah. chew. And um, we'll be back. We'll see you guys next week. Yep. All right. All right, everybody. Later, guys. All right. Hanging out. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Hey, Renee, Chris, and Ryan going live. Best podcast, Beauty and the Beast. Sit back and catch a vibe. Oh, yeah, we talking zombies and apocalypses and all those things you like. Going beast mode. And if you didn't know, it's Peter Z up on the mic. Hey, TWD family. Grab the snacks about the pantry. And subscribe and like them if you can, please. Or those walkers eat you like some candy. Hey, hey, okay. You at the right place at the right time. Yeah, no one here. does it better. That's the bottom line. Beauty and the Beast. This is prime time. Let's go. No, it's doing the exit music now. <laughs> <laughs>